At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. Odds for Rookie of the Year. The draft didn't quite shake out how we expected it to because some drama ensued at the top, but now those uh, odds sort of reflect what we saw on draft night. Well, not really. So Paolo Bencaro, number one overall pick, he went to the Orlando Magic, he is three to one to win rookie of the year, playing beside Franz Wagner, playing beside Jalen Suggs, maybe Cole Anthony, some other guys down there. Jabari Smith right behind him in Houston, H-Town, tipping on full foes, plus tipping 350 on for Jabari Smith, the 18-year-old with braces. Chet Holmgren, the skeleton with skin in Oklahoma City, plus 475 on our odds boards here at the King of Sportsbooks. The only sportsbook. Jay Nivey in Detroit. Six to one odds. A lot of Russell Westbrook comps. A lot of John Morant comps. He's going to be playing with Cade Cunningham in Detroit. Some other notables. Shaden Sharp to the Portland Trailblazers. 13 to one odds to yeah. win it. Keegan Murray, 9 to one in Sacramento. Benedict Matherin, 12 to one in Indiana. Dyson Daniels, 16 to one. Johnny Davis, hey, don't even do that. 20 to one rookie of the year. He's a wizard. He will not win the award. Um, Ochai Akbaji, 25 to one in Cleveland. And then some other guys scoring the G League. Jaden Hardy, 40 to one. And uh, anybody else that sticks out to you down the list? Mm, no, that's about it. Jake Laravia, Ty Ty Washington, 80 to 1. Kennedy Chandler, backup point guard from Memphis. Will he even make the roster? Not quite sure. Jalen Williams, I love Jalen Williams in OKC. He should though, be fun. That would be Clara. an interesting little. Yeah. That would be an interesting little, like, first team uh, all rookie. Yeah. I could see him making first team all rookie. I think so. And also, what it would take for Jalen Williams to win rookie of the year in OKC where Chet Holmgren plays and would be SGA ridiculous. Is and SGA, there. Lou Dort, who. Got his uh, contract extension, I guess, or they are planning to pick up his last year option, or yeah, his option this year. Um, with all that being said, Trista, what are you what are you feeling, uh, in terms of the NBA Rookie of the Year odds board right now? Any place your eyes immediately go? Any uh, plan of attack? What what's your thinking right now? All right, so this is my thought process, and and you can just like we can just kind of go through this together, and you can give me how you sure. think about it too. Mm-hmm. So first and foremost, I I want to say the number one thing that I look like look at is uh, availability and opportunity, right? right? So how many minutes are you going to get on this team? Second, I look at usage. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're on a team with guys with other other guys with high usage, now I'm a little bit suspect. Uh, also, so minutes usage. Uh, other usage teammates that may not get you the ball, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Jabari Smith in Houston. I love yeah. Jabari, but listen, like KPJ and, and Jalen Green aren't going to get you the ball as much as you need. I think the the fourth thing is scoring. Like this is – to have a complete stat sheet does not near, nearly matter to voters enough. Uh, they care about points. They care about – If it gets down to the nitty-gritty – If it gets down to the nitty-gritty – If you like, have a good rookie class. You, yeah, you have, if you have a good rookie class – it comes down to who's putting up eye-popping performances. Yeah, uh, We need to see some highlight-worthy stuff. 
And if you can help your team succeed as well, like, for example, Scotty Barnes, I believe, won it. Not necessarily because he was the, the most impressive, but because he was the linchpin of Toronto making a little bit of a push from a, a pretty disappointing year the year before. So bigs I don't like nearly as much as I like guards. Guards I don't like with other high-usage guards. Mm-hmm. One exception might be Jaden Ivey. I think he's going to command the rock a lot. Another exception might be Shaden Sharp because I'm not sure what's going on with Damian Lillard and his recovery process. We haven't heard any news about Damian Lillard being completely healthy and ready to go. Yeah, I could see a minutes restriction. I could see a, an increase like ramp up period for Dame and the young guns getting a chance. And also if Dame for some reason ends up getting shut down late in the year or midweight in the year as well, Shaden Sharp might come on strong. We see that the end of the year campaigns matter a lot as well. Like Jalen Green's emergence, putting up 30, 35 points a night. He started to get steam. Cade was in that conversation too. Cade as well. He only played 64 games, but it was a slow start for him. So uh, all that being said, a couple of thoughts. Number one, Paolo Bancaro, I do not like. I think that there's just too much redundancy in the lineup. I'm not sure how much he's going to get the ball. I'm not sure how he's going to be used. And it's chalky, three to one. Jabari Smith, we made that point pretty clear. Chet Holmgren is on a team that's stacked with young guys who are going to command the ball a lot. Now, maybe Josh Giddy puts him in an amazing situation and he does amazing things. 475, don't love that. Jaden Ivey, a little interested in that. But again, Cade Cunningham to his side. And Sadiq Bey, we know how much he loves the ball. Keegan Murray alongside De'Aaron Fox, high usage player as well. DeMontis Sabonis wants the ball as well. Don't love that. Benedict Matherin is interesting because we know that Tyrese Halliburton likes to get guys to their spots. And there's no real other person who's going to get buckets. And I can see Benedict Matherin with the... I, I, wanna, I don't want to call it arrogance, but for him to say things like, I'm not even sure LeBron James is any good. I love him. I love that. Like, you know he's going to go out there. He isn't and re- sure. He hasn't played he him. He hasn't played him. He's I see like, him on TV, but I haven't like, played I've him in never person. Played so him. I can't tell you for a fact that he's a great basketball yeah. player because I've never played I've him in never person. I've never actually had to defend him, and he's never had to defend, defend me. So 12-1, to Benedict Matherin alongside Tyrese Halliburton. You know they're going to get rid of a bunch of other combo guys, combo guards, and you know that he's going to get a lot of minutes. I like that 12-1. to I do like Shaden Sharp 13-1. to and that's about where it ends for mm. me. That's about maybe a sprinkle on Akbaji just because of the situation that they have in Cleveland. Yeah. I know uh, I know that um, Evan Mobley was kind of the odds-on favorite for a long period of time, maybe. Yeah. But, again, a lot of mouths to feed. How do you feel about all this? So I think your breakdowns of all the players pretty much are, are spot on, especially when you consider their fit. I don't think anyone has a... a, a uh, an advantageous situation in comparison to someone else that's higher on this board that has them leaps and bounds uh, in terms of like usage rate above the rest of these guys. Right. So everything you said, like all these guys are in similar situations, whether it's a younger or an older team. Um, I think of maybe the favorites. I do like Chet the most plus 475 yeah. because even though you are playing with SGA, you still have a clear role carved out for you that no one else can really take away from. And I think 
you know, we assume that he can score, but even if he doesn't score, let's say a lot of these guys score around the same, th- let's say between 10 Thir- and 15 yeah, 13, points per 15 game. 15 points per Maybe game. Maybe you get like 17, 18 points per game. I think Scotty averaged uh, 17. So Scotty was 15 points per game last yeah. year. Jalen Green was 17.3. Cade was 17.4. But I imagine that Chet, what he offers that's different than all these other prospects is like clearly a a defensive specialist that also has the length to get a lot of playing time. So I think OKC is already interesting and exciting to watch because they're young. They got SGA who's talented. You plug in another young guy amongst some other young guys that they drafted. I think Chet plus 475, he can score yeah. just as good as a lot of these guys on the board as well as play weak defense. Side block, weak side block highlights. Yeah, like, oh my God, did you see Chet's block on sure. so-and-so? He's going to make, and then also on top of that, Chet is going to back it up with the talk, the attitude. He's, he's, He's not a likable character, but that's what's make that's what makes him a likable character for a lot of fans is that he has an edge, he has an attitude, he does think he's better than everybody else. He's gonna let you hear it. He's probably like let's say he blocks Anthony Davis and you know, if Anthony Davis is playing in the first week of the NBA season, which he, he might not. He yeah. probably will not be playing <laughs> in the first week of the season. But Chet could like give a little talking to him, like, yeah, yeah. I'm here now. Like, so I really like Chet plus four seventy five. Like, like could you imagine like a too small that Anthony small. Davis? I think he would do. I mean, this is a guy who was famous and a lot of people don't know this. He got famous and he got his name from going to a, tr- a camp uh, in the offseason and playing against Steph Curry. He cooked Steph Curry, and I want to say he went like the double Steph Curry behind the back and pulled up in his face or maybe got past him and dunked him or something. And everybody was like, oh, he's not afraid of Steph Curry. This is like more so when the the uh, the luster around Steph Curry was earlier in his career. That's what Chet was doing, you know, when he was a teen in, in high school. And then Steph came back and cooked him. But it was like a respecting. That's how he got on. So Chet is not duck, duck, ducking any smoke. So I like Chet plus 475. Another one you touched on, Benedict Matherin, 12 to 1. Uh, this has already come down, or, well, you know, some other books had it at 15 to 1, but 12 to 1 is where he's at right now. He averaged 17, almost 18 points per game in college, six rebounds, two and a half assists. He played at Arizona. You know, I think, especially if they're going to move off of Malcolm Brogdon, this is another guy who can get the ball a ton of yeah. as well, if uh, just besides Tyrese Halliburton. So I think what you said too, Halliburton loves to be the pass first guy, even though he can score, his shot is ugly as hell, but he can shoot. Two, he's going to set guys up. I think that's a great pairing. I love Benedict. It's nothing in Indiana to do other than play basketball and and go home and practice and then get driven around the raceways there, which he did when he got drafted, which was fun to watch. So I like Benedict Matherin as well, 15 to 1. Another one further down the list that that I'm really, I think I'm talking myself into as I look throughout the board to locate it. Oh, my gosh. Here it is. Jeremy Shohan, 40 to 1. He plays for the San Antonio Spurs. Yes. Now, he doesn't fit into the category of score that you talked about, but Sohan is is another player that, like Chet Holmgren who has a ton of defensive upside. A lot of people are calling him possibly the best defender in this year's draft class. He's going to the Spurs culture. A lot of buzz around DeJounte Murray. Is he also, stay? attitude. And attitude as well. And a lot of style. Don't a like sleep style. on That's, style that, being that a matter, big part. Those narratives matter. Like how much can, how likable is the character? He's extremely likable. Like, he has Are fashion. you on league fits? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So he's going to get like that social media wave. Now, San Antonio is a little bit different because it's not like a cool young person team to root for. But I think he, even like his hair being a different color, he has the accent, he has the style, but he can really play his butt off. He's not going to average, you know, 15 points per game or maybe even close to 15 per game, but he's going to hustle. He's going to, He's going to play great defense. He can switch on everybody. He's a great cutter. He's a, he's a spur from head to toe. So I like him like 40 to 1, like a complete player who also 
has shades of Boris Diaw, which is a player who, of course, came through the Spurs system. Boris played point guard, you know, early in his young career. Yeah. They got all the way to a five. He's one of the few players in the NBA that played one through five at like major levels, uh, high school, college, basketball. I mean, in the in, and in the NBA. So those are my three that I like. I like those a Matherin, lot. Chet, and uh, Jeremy Shohan. And if you had to make one right now, Tristan, before I we go think to break, it's I got? think it's got to be Ben. Ben Matherin ben for Matherin. me at 12 to 1. I love that. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 